Hi, this is Dr. Joy. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. Hi, this is Will Friedell. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, December 2020. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries for December 2020. Number 5. Utah Monolith 2020 is the year that just keeps on giving, and in November... The global headlines as well as social media were bombarded with photographs and videos showing a strange monolith discovered somewhere within the vast deserts of Utah. The Utah Department of Public Safety Aero Bureau claimed to be the first to stumble upon the tall metal object on November 18th. In a post online, they explained that they came across the monolith while conducting a survey on the population of bighorn sheep in the area. Found in the middle of nowhere, buried deep in the rocks, the column was described to be made of solid silver, or a silver-like metal, and is demonstrated by the official video from the agency, whereby they had two men standing on top of one another. It stood around 12 feet tall. Several investigations were made, both officially and unofficially, in the hopes to uncover the mystery behind its appearance. Those findings have yet to be released, The Bureau, however, maintained that it is illegal to install structures or art without authorization on federal managed public lands, no matter what planet you're from. As expected, UFO hunters and conspiracy theorists around the world clamored to shed light on the object's origin. According to these individuals, its erection may have something to do with some extraterrestrial forces acting upon our planet. It's also possible that this rather bizarre project was undertaken in the same pretext as the mysterious appearance of crop circles around England in the 1970s. Like what many people believed at the time, aliens could be communicating with human beings via these strange structures to let us know of their existence. Amidst these uncertainties, the obelisk could really be some form of an art installation instigated by what many people believe to be bored artists. 
Yet again, netizens were quick to point out the similarities it bears with the iconic alien monolith depicted in Stanley Kubrick's 1968 film, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Another quite surprising aspect of the discovery is the fact that although this news just went viral in November of 2020, a set of images taken from Google Maps indicated another genuinely eerie side of the story. The images revealed that the old metallic artifact has in fact been in its current location since at least 2015 or 2016. Why it was just being discovered now, no one knows for sure. The current update on this anomaly indicated that the so-called Utah obelisk has already been taken down. Witnesses said that they saw four men dismantling the tall hunk of metal that has, in all its intents and purposes, captivated the world's attention. Since its discovery, two other similar monoliths were discovered, one on a British beach and the other in a Belgian field. While it's believed these were put in place by human beings, Perhaps others will show up all around the world that prove otherwise, but for now, only time will tell. Number 4. 1995 California Cold Case Nothing beats the feeling of being one with nature. Running under the shade of trees, breathing the fresh air, and feeling the coolness of the river nearby. These are just but some of the many wonderful things trekkers love about the Sacramento River Trail in Redding, California. One of these outdoor enthusiasts was Christine Monroe. In 1995, the 37-year-old mother of four went out one morning to make a quick jog along the trail near her home. But she never returned, which worried her family, and she didn't report to work, which concerned her co-workers as well. That concern turned into dread when on June 24th, Monroe's lifeless body was discovered dumped along the Sacramento River Trail. She'd been sexually assaulted before being stabbed to death. Theories were abound, but the Reading PD determined that the woman was allegedly ambushed by a perpetrator lying in wait on the south side of the trail. For two and a half decades, not a single person had been charged with the killing. There was actually one confession from a suspect, but that never helped move the case forward. It was in 1997 when a man named Michael Vielbig told police that it was himself who had killed the woman. He was, of course, interrogated, but investigators soon found the details of his story to be quite faulty. Aside from the woman's death, he also took claim of other killings in the area, This led police to believe that Vilbig's intention was really just to build up his notoriety as a murderer, knowing that he was about to be imprisoned for rape, a charge that can put you in a bad spot with other inmates when in jail. But not all hope was lost. After more than 25 years, the Redding PD finally announced just this year that they had found the man responsible for the crime. James Watkins, who was 17 when he allegedly ambushed, assaulted, and killed Monroe in 1995. He was charged with enhancements for lying in wait, murder while in commission of a kidnapping, and murder while in commission of or purposes for rape. The case has been filed in juvenile court due to the suspect's age at the time he committed the crime, though he will likely be moved to an adult court. 
During the investigation in 95, police said that they recovered the perpetrator's DNA lodged under the victim's fingernails. An analysis was made at the time, but due to certain limitations, they were unable to find a match. In 2019, though, a detective opted to reopen the case and submitted the DNA profile to the Department of Justice. It took a while, but the analysis returned with a potential match in Watkins. The man had been serving a 14-year sentence in a Texas state prison for robbery after he had moved to the Lone Star State in 97. In November of 2020, the now 42-year-old convict was extradited back to California's Shasta County Jail, where he awaits his trial for Christine Monroe's murder case. Number 3. Denmark's Zombie Minx They say haste makes waste, but in Denmark's case, haste makes mistakes. And there are millions of them. In early November of 2020, Denmark, the world's biggest exporter of mink fur, announced that they needed to slaughter the country's 17 million-plus population of the furry animal. This came following reports that 12 people had been infected by a mutated strain of the virus that caused COVID-19. Apparently, this mysterious viral strain was passed down from humans to mink and then back to humans. With the directive from the former Food and Agriculture Minister, Morgans Jensen, the mandate was quickly carried out, a dispatching of the entire population of farmed mink within the country. The carcasses were then dumped into trenches dug at a nearby military base in western Denmark. According to reports, the holes dug for this purpose were only about six feet down into the ground. It only took a few weeks before the problem caused by this haphazard decision leaked to the surface, both literally and figuratively. By the end of the month, news broke out that hundreds of thousands of dead critters began to resurface from their burial grounds. The media referred to this incident as the rise of the zombie mink. Authorities explained that as the bodies decay, gases may form, thereby causing them to expand. Considering the sheer number of them under the ground, those tiny expansions would have a huge exponential effect. Add to the fact that the soil in the area was very light in density, that one could only imagine the horror that ensued. And so, like a scene taken out from a scary zombie movie, the minks came up out of the ground. Aside from the macabre situation caused by such negligence, Local authorities were also concerned that the animals may also have been buried too close to lakes and underground water reserves. This prompted fears among locals who were nonetheless worried of possible health risks brought by the contamination of ground and drinking water supplies. The public health and safety minister has since resigned from their post. The newly designated officer in turn proposed the initiative of digging up the animals which are now rapidly decomposing, in order to burn them. The Danish government, on the other hand, is currently considering the proposal to exhume the millions of culled mink. For the meantime, the burial sites are being guarded round the clock to keep both people and animals away. Number 2. Star Hunter Case Just this month, the Marion County Sheriff's Office in Florida 
announced that an investigation was being conducted into the deaths of two unidentified people whose decayed remains were discovered in a rural southwest area of the county. Everyone, even the authorities, are still at a loss trying to figure out what really happened in this remote part of Florida when the bodies were first found in the earlier part of this year. Going back to February 1st, authorities received a tip about a location of human remains along Southwest 158th Lane in the Florida Highlands, a remote community off State Road 200 near the Withlacoochee River. A deputy came to the property and questioned a woman and a male companion who were living in a trailer nearby on what was otherwise abandoned property. The female was later identified to be Star Hunter. The other person's name, however, is yet to be disclosed, but they both gave permission for the police to search the land. Sure enough, under a fresh pile of dirt, they found human remains. Hunter and her companion were taken down to the station for questioning. No arrest had been made at that point, however, because they claimed to have had no idea how the body got there and the remains still needed to be identified. Meanwhile, several other detectives went out to scour the area in October, and there, they found yet another body buried on the same property. Interestingly, the second set of human remains were located just about 30 yards from the first one. It's not immediately clear as to why, but police say that the two cases are most likely not actually connected. Given the degree of decomposition... Perhaps the killings were committed separately by different perpetrators. Regardless, authorities continue to look into the case. The sheriff's office chose to keep Mum on the exact address of the property, the reason being that they don't want anyone to hamper the investigation by going out there in case there are more bodies buried below. 25-year-old Star already made her first appearance in court in November via video conference call. Hunter who has a four-year-old child and is more than six months pregnant, was indicted on charges of first-degree murder. She is currently detained at the Marion County Judicial Center, awaiting further trial. Number 1. Man Who Lived Life as a Devil This year's COVID-19 pandemic has brought about some unprecedented hardships to everyone around the world. With millions losing jobs, many have had no choice but to resort to questionable means just to make a living. Sadly, there are those who are taking advantage of this situation, and Cho Chu Bin from South Korea is one of these vile predators. Cho Chu Bin was the mastermind of a scheme that ensnared at least 74 women, including 16 minors, to work into what prosecutors are calling virtual enslavement. The scheme works in such a way where the perpetrator stalks young women who are looking for jobs through various social media platforms. Once his victims are identified, Ju Bin would then promise these hopefuls huge cash payouts. In exchange, they would record themselves performing sexually explicit acts. Once he got a hold of the compromising content, however, he would then use this material as blackmail. He would tell his victims that he'd show the clips to their friends and family unless they did everything that he told them to do. Once in his clutches, the 24-year-old would begin making demands, having them produce materials described by the media as 
increasingly dehumanizing and violent footage often tailor-made for customers. It wasn't just Jubin who was looking for the footage. His clientele included as many as 10,000 individuals who were rich enough to afford the hefty $1,200 entrance fee into a number of encrypted chat rooms in a secret platform called the Ninth Room. It was here, in this room, that many of the illegal exchanges were being made. It was found out that Cho, who was a former editor for a local college paper, began this diabolical operation in May of 2019. Upon further interrogation, he confessed to having been assisted by more than three dozen other people who were still in their teens and early 20s. All of them, he admitted, had made huge profits out of the suffering of their victims. In court documents released to the press, the identities of some of the women and children had actually been named for the public to see, which was a big mistake. But to add insult to injury, Korean authorities initially decided to withhold the names of all those who actually committed the crimes. Many citizens went online to express their dismay in the government's leniency towards the digital sex criminals. Petitions were signed by millions demanding that the Korean government release not only the identities of the accused and his cohorts, but also those who actually participated in the illegal trade of highly explicit content. In light of this recent clamor, police confirmed they have already arrested at least 120 suspects and 18 operators, which include Cho as their ringleader. During his arrest on March 25, 2020, the young man told the press that he's grateful for the intervention such that it put a stop on the life of a devil that could not be stopped. In November, he was found guilty for violating the laws protecting women and children from sexual abuse, as well as for running a criminal organization which produced and sold abusive videos with the intention to make a profit. He was sentenced to a total of 40 years in prison, which is closely equivalent to a life sentence in Korea. Yet again, thousands of other petitioners urge court officials to reconsider and change it to a much heavier prison sentence, and some even called for a death sentence. So they are with the strange and scary mysteries of the month for December 2020. Every day we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's so many more to uncover. If you like this video, then please subscribe because every week we're putting out new mysterious videos for you to check out. And make sure to listen to the Scary Mysteries in Everytown podcast as well for more chilling stories. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. Hi, this is Matt Rogers. And this is Bowen Yang. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community.